Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, a Beast Machines podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. And today's episode is The Catalyst. For, for those of you who have not studied chemistry lately, that is a thing that causes change in Yes, it is the Techno-Organic War Part 2. Yeah, this, this was not a three-parter in English, but apparently when it was released in, in French and Spanish, it was a three-parter. Well, it's, it's obviously, I mean, it's connected enough that they felt a need to do a last time on Dragon Ball Z intro. <laughs> yes. So, there's, uh, obviously it's, it's, I guess this is really, it's always, I mean, it's been kind of, uh, a serial story versus being, you know, just individual stories. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is the point where they sort of give up and ad- acknowledge that by not even calling it a three-parter. Yes. Hmm. Will Will Cybertron be destroyed? Find out in tomorrow's episode. Cybertron is destroyed. <laughs> will Cybertron be destroyed? Of course it will. <laughs> but not yet, because we've still got one episode to go till the finale. Yes. So this first aired December 11th, 1999, uh, just before Christmas, uh, written by uh, both uh, showrunners, uh, Bob Scare and Marty Eisenberg. Which means we're either in for something momentous or fart jokes. Yes, yeah, not, so, not so big <laughs> on the fart jokes, uh, Beast Machines. Well, as you yeah. get closer to the Sadly. season finale, yeah, fart jokes tend to taper off. You would think if being, the emphasis on being more organic, they would, you know, have more fart jokes. And they just and they're eating all that fruit. Yeah. Well, they're not eating any more, although they are growing it, and it does kind of look like the bean vines. And and it is kind of the magical fruit because the yeah. tree just like disappeared. It, it is seriously <laughs> magical fruit. So the point is, there should be more fart jokes. But instead, tune into Beast Machines for exciting farming adventures. <laughs> uh, goo farmers. Yeah, Yay, farming. I I do uh I do like that they have the the actual cuz cuz if you've driven long distances through the Midwest you may have noticed that they have those circular those uh not irrigating but those watering devices that go in circles like that. Mm-hmm. And they have uh so the Maximals are using a a very small version of the ones that they actually have in the Midwest. And if you see, like, from overhead, everything's just these very circular crop fields. So what you're saying is they're on the Cybertronian equivalent of Ohio, and immediately I feel worse for them. <laughs> well, it's not just in Ohio. It's all over the place. And, and the arm that, that's on a rotating thing is built out of parts of the mole machine. Yeah, that's, oh, neat. that's a neat touch. I did it's got not little, notice. It's got little tank treads, too. And, of course, instead of water, it's actually irrigating them with uh, goo. Yeah. It, it's clearly mutagen, but I guess it's not mutagen. Yeah, and I guess they're, does, these don't need water, or are they getting water from somewhere else? Because they also don't need water. sunlight. <laughs> Apparently not. Although, I mean, wait, do they, they might have, like, lights in there of some sort. Grow lights. Hmm. Yeah. It's their, that's their grow facility. But, uh, oh, yeah, I would... I mean, I suppose the implication may be that that goo is able to provide them with the same nutrients that they would otherwise get from sun and water. This is possible. I mean, we know that Cybertron is dark most of the time. Yeah. So it it might be like that, um, oh, what was that Vin Diesel movie? 
Pitch black? Pitch black. Pitch black. It's like that pitch black planet where it's dark most of the time. Or wait, no, it, it's the opposite of that pitch black planet. <laughs> yes. I, I was going to suggest that it was maybe like a, like a Michael Bay movie and where it's, you know, only where it's always sunset because it's dramatic. It's just always night mean. because it's dramatic. <laughs> planet <laughs> Magic Hour. hour. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, except that we, we are not focusing nearly enough on uh, Black Reckoning's ass in this for this to be the Michael Bay planet. Oh, thankfully. Yeah. Although stuff yeah. is blowing up all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yep. There is a lot of blowing up and running from explosions. So you've got two-thirds of the Michael Bay essentials there. Yeah. And I guess I was wrong about this being Ohio because there's no Hell is Real billboard or a $5 foot-long Jesus to look at. <laughs> the Inferno is real. Repent. Yes. That would be great. Bye, Burma Shade. Oh, and somebody uh, holding out, uh, somebody handing out little tracts where, uh, you know, playing, uh, you know, D&D is the gateway to ser- serving Unicron. <laughs> Which I That's will note uh... is actually the plot of that second War Within miniseries. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that that where the uh, a, a briefly lived meme about like bludgeon and mind wipe and someone else basically Bugly. just being yeah and Bugly basically just being the Decepticon Decepticon equivalent of guys in someone's mom's basement playing D and D. And they totally summon a demon. Jack yeah. Chick was right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever thought that would happen. So anyway, we are interrupting our tilling of the soil here for a little funeral. It, remember that Tankor allegedly died last uh, last week, and he was also Rhinox. So they're having a little memorial service with a, a little hologram. Aw, it's it's pretty sad. It's pretty touching yes. there. And, and they're planting a tree in his honor, which is like exactly the thing that he would hate. <laughs> well, he hate now. Rhinox yeah. would have liked it. I mean, it, the old Rhinox would have liked it. He yes. had that potted plant and everything. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, but uh, much like Tom Sawyer, uh, Rhinox is observing his own funeral. Yay! That's the best thing to get to do. Yes. And he's also spying on Megatron, who is uh, now, you know, aware that, you know, Tankor is dead, and he's kind of wondering uh, maybe what happened there. Yeah. So he asks uh, Jetstorm and Thrust, uh, you know, hey, what, what was up with Tankor? <laughs> And uh, Thrust is actually kind of nice, you know. He's, he's a nice guy, kind of dim. Yeah. And, and of course, just all, can I have his tank drones? Yes, your glorious army will shine less brightly without his guiding. Can I have his tank drones? <laughs> <laughs> I love Jetstorm. He's so yeah. great. He's Jet the best. Jetstorm is great. And so the Diagnostic Drone shows him some very selectively edited footage of uh, <sighs> Tankor finding the key to Vector Sigma. And then subsequently blowing up without showing him, you know, using any sentences or anything. (laughs) Selectively edited clips from the last episode, which is always sort of silly when they do that. Previously on Beast Machines, my lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Pretty much. And so the drone uh, suggests that, uh, you know, Megatron give the key to all of the drones. Because... You know, that, that'd be great. <laughs> and then it can also uh, purge of your beast mode. Uh, but unfortunately, because uh, Tankor is doing the whole Cyrano de Bergerac thing <laughs> here, uh, the tank drone also suggests that it will drive Megatron mad 
lead you away from your hated beast mode. I love that so much because when they cut to to Tankor saying that, I was like, it would be so funny if Diagnostic Drone then started and then Diagnostic Drone then started saying it too. Oh, no, no, don't read that. I mean... That's well, it's so great. It is the s- standard Cyrano de Bergerac joke that you have to include. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a classic uh, don't say that gag. Yes. Like, I think every everything where somebody is being fed through an earpiece does that. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Yes, Megatron, I suggest, oh, pizza's here. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah, at least it wasn't as bad oh, as that. They? But then there's nobody did to give ever... him tanker pizza. I can't remember if they did that at any point in Prime Problem. I think they were too busy having races. Yes, and all, well, he did keep getting his the names of his colleagues wrong, and I believe he also referred to Spike as Splick. Well, yeah, there was also that, but uh, <laughs> I mean, they didn't even really need Optimus Prime to say, "Quit, quit hogging the monitor, Starscream." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was not one of the. Uh, the better uses of, you know, in-story uses of that trope. Yeah, and even Megatron isn't. That. Yeah, Megatron isn't entirely sold on this, so he wants this tested on a maximal first. So he se- sends the uh, his generals out to go get them a maximal. You know, just go get one. As you do. Yes. It's worked so well in the past. Go pick up wave two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Rattrap is using uh, the computers that I guess they've found in the bowels of the of Cybertron to search for more organic goo. And he's complaining about how slow it is, so I guess he just like found an old 486 down there and is just I, doing his best. I was really hoping to hear some dial-up noises here. <laughs> he's complaining. Oh, that would have been great. He's complaining it's slow, but at least his typing is faster than Tankor's one claw hunt and peck. Yes, well, I mean, Tankor has to hunt and pack. <laughs> and that, that is a body that is not built for typing. No. no. <laughs> that... I mean, he probably had to scrounge up, like, a large print keyboard. Yeah. yeah. He had Homer Simpson's fat person stick for dialing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the keypad Tankor was using in the last scene, like, it only had, like, 12 buttons on it, I think. Mm. Beep, beep, beep. Your claws are too fat to use this keypad. <laughs> To obtain a dialing wand, please mash the keyboard. <laughs> that body is not made for smart people, really. No. Yeah, Rattrap just sticks his Robocop spike into it, and he doesn't have to type anything. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's R2-D2 in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that, that's more apt. But, uh, unfortunately, Black Arachne is trying to bogart his goo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, would you prefer ooze, or is that worse? Uh, I I think I would say that ooze is not as bad. I would say okay, that ooze is better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she is once again doing her sneaking off to do something, and this time she is somehow going to use that goo to turn thrust into Silverbolt. Because yeah, that's what it does. Don't know how also, she, she figured that out, but she gets in the uh, the episode name drop. Yep. Because she mentions that she's thinks it'll be the catalyst. Yes. Dun dun. She will be able to use it to successfully overclock thrust for better performance in games. 
Uh, hard work. Anyway, be, anyway, because everybody's kind of getting along these days, except for Primal and Cheetor, he lets her go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, and that goes back a little bit. He doesn't seem that concerned, but it's sort of a, I, uh, as I said before about uh, feeling like the Maximals should be more concerned about their fellow Maximal, but it's it's good of him to at least let her go. He does say to bring him back in one piece, and I think he's not entirely convinced that Thrust is Silverbolt. That's a good point. And maybe for good reason. Who knows? Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, we will be able twist. to stop editing this out this episode. Yay. <laughs> yes. In a couple minutes. my favorite plot twist. Mm-hmm. It was every bit as good as I remembered. Yeah. It was way faster than I remembered, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. So yeah, uh, meanwhile, the diagnostic drone is uh, sort of sending Thrust and Jetstorm kind of on a hunt, on a snipe hunt. Yeah. Because he does not, he does not want them to find a Maximal, because once he does, they will test the key on them, and it will turn out that they go crazy. Yeah. How could you tell? I mean, there's a lot of, you know, remember last uh, episode, uh, Night Scream was kind of Jared Leto-ing it. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's usual acting like the Maximals, and then there's also, you know, just crazy laughing and jumping around like a lunatic. Yes, and talking about how you're going to beat people up. Yes. Anyway, so Rattrap has not found more organic goo, but he's found something sort of similar, a catalyst program. Which, I don't know how that's similar, exactly. <laughs> it's a it's program. Like soft- it's like the software version of the goo. I mean, it's sure, a, why not? It's a software upgrade for the goo. Also, I, I thought that when he talked about this, like, growth potential in, in this catalyst that he found, and he got really excited, it just made me think that he was, like, all excited to trademark the next, like, you know, Viagra. <laughs> oh, like those things that, uh, was it Enzite, that uh, David yes. Kay used to do the ads for? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. Ah, yes. yes. You'll it's have going a, to give big a big boost, boost of, confidence. of confidence. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, pretty much exactly that. That was what it, that was my immediate thought. Was <laughs> He found something to give Maximals a big boost of confidence. Well, he does indeed, he does in fact give the uh, the plants a big boost of confidence, but they almost immediately go all Legend of the Overfiend on him. Oops. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of that in this episode. Everybody's getting grabbed by tentacles all the time on this show. Now, to be fair, getting tied down by plants will become possibly one of Rat Trap's better pastimes. Oh, this oh, is true. Oh, that's sh- that that's in the future. I was, although that that is related to where I was thinking. I was thinking it was reminding me. Rat Trap is turning into poison ivy. <laughs> Which, yeah, I guess it's the same way. I guess given how it goes, he's more turning into Harley Quinn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hooking up with ladies. Anyway. So, uh, thankfully, the other Maximals turn up and uh, do a little weed whacking to uh, rescue Rat Trap. And so he, he actually deactivates this catalyst, and the plants just immediately stop growing. It's kind of ridiculous, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's Sure, that's how biology works. Yes, that's how the law of conservation of matter works. Yeah, that... So he has a sonic weed. Well, it's not really even a weed whacker. It just stops him. It's weird. But the fact that he can upgrade well, goo the, anyway with a, his tail in the first place is just bizarre. This goo is programmable. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really what it seems to be. Is he just programs the goo? 
anyway, he all, at one point he also says, lay that download on me, baby, and it's upsetting. Yeah. yeah. That's not great. Also, he gets a splash of ooze in the face, and he has a little, uh, little squeegee attachment on his face mask, which I thought was adorable. <laughs> yeah. That was. That was amazing. <laughs> that was cute. So, uh, meanwhile, Black Arachnia is uh, topside, and she is located by the Viacons, much to the diagnostic dr- dr- drone's chagrin. Oh, oh, yeah, that was a really good scene, because <laughs> the diagnostic drone was trying to stop them from looking down underground for the Maximals, where the Maximals are. He kept saying, oh, look up in the building, I get a sign- Maximal signature up there. And then the, the Viacons are out like, yeah, sure, right. It's like, no, 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 I found one up here. And then Jetstorm is angry at him. And then he reads, oh, there's a signal up there. Let's go get it. <laughs> but then Diagnostic Drone is like, no, wait, go underground. But she's right there. But no, but, oh, poor Diagnostic Why settle for one Maximal? You could have the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I love Jetstorm describing it as another episode of Digging for Maximals. <laughs> yes. Yes. Jetstorm, you are a delight. So yeah, Black Arachne attacks while making crazy screaming noises. Are those supposed to be like Xena yells, or what is Venus Terzo doing? It, it was kind of terrifying. It it scared me it a works. bit. She's done it before. I don't think she's done it as much in a short a time. She does it right here. And is it me or the or the um, Viacon drones actually worse shots in this episode? It appears so. I mean, I guess it's you know it's an ancient key. It's hard to aim. I guess. That could be. And they're not I, calibrated gonna... to use it. It probably has, like, different recoil. Maybe. Yes, all of that is acceptable. And John Connor hasn't taken their uh, personality chip out of their head and set it into learn mode yet. So. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it's just more plot related. It's a learning like, computer. In previous episodes, they could stun Maximals. Now they can't shoot them because if they do, it's game over. In an episode. Although she, they, they do manage to hit her web line yeah. after she grabs thrust, and she does end up plummeting to the ground. Yeah, so they can yeah. make trickier shots? Yeah. <laughs> just keep I mean, to yourself, it's just a show. I should really, really just relax. relax. They're, they're cartoon villain shots. They're, they have cartoon villain marksmanship skills. Yes, they've gone to the Stormtrooper Academy. Yes. Anyway, uh, back at uh, Maximal HQ, the uh, other Maximals are, you know, kind of... They're not as mad at Rattrap as I was worried they might be. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty chill with them. Yes. Although, and in fact, Cheetor says, uh, you know, maybe we should use this. It would be a great... You know, we could totally, you know, wreck Megatron stuff with vines. But Optimus is against this, and so Mom and Dad are fighting again. It's not just uh, that he's against it. Primal says something like, this is not what the Matrix wants. How do you know? <laughs> Seriously. Well, he's the one to... who had the revelation, so his instincts are also God's instincts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he's monkey poke. Uh, much, li- much like the Blues Brothers, he's on a mission from God. Yes. So, uh, he decides that he's going to commune with the Oracle, and then, I'll t- and then she'll tell you that you're wrong, Cheetor. Go get mom to tell you that you're wrong. Yes, but he does... I guess now they're just siblings. Yeah, he does leave Cheetor in charge, but specifically tells him not to do anything. Which, it's like, do you have this is Cheetor we're talking about. Do you have, like, short-term memory loss and long-term memory loss going on here? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. We know they forgot a lot, but even from the time you've been in this series, these 12 episodes, you should know 
Cheater's going to do what Cheater wants to do because he's usually right. Yeah. Uh, lately he is, yeah, unfortunately. In this series, he's usually crazy. right. Yeah. I don't think he's been really wrong yet. Up is down, black is white. <laughs> I know, it's it's freaky. Cats marrying dogs. I was about to say, I don't remember whether or not uh, Noble comes to live with them next season, but... <laughs> and um, there really aren't enough people on Cybertron for mass hysteria. Yeah, that's a good point. Localized hysteria. Yes. Anyway, uh, Black Rachnia manages to wake up, knock, knock, gets rid of Jetstorm and the diagnostic drone, and then webs thrust up Spider-Man style. Yes, which is pretty great. And then, yeah, she douses him with goo. I I would imagine that if this really was Silverbolt, then uh, that that would probably wake up some good memories from him. <laughs> oh, getting tied up by Black Rachnia. Oh dear. But unfortunately, it it does awaken his true identity. But his true identity is not Silverbolt. Oh, hey. I've, I've missed this so much. <laughs> I haven't been able to do it in a dozen episodes. <clears throat> oh, doggy about not here. Uh, Waspinator's back. It's Waspinator. I love that this reveal gets a trademark symbol following this big no from Black Arachnia. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She's so upset. It's, oh, it's... That's so great. This is one of the best trolls in Transformers fiction. Until we got James Roberts, this was the peak. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like that bit on, uh, in UHF when that uh, woman uh, chooses the box on Wheel of Fish. What's in the box? Nothing. You get absolutely nothing. nothing. You're so stupid. This is bad. His eyes turn uh, all uh, compound. Yeah, which is neat. Even in his POV shots, like the fly. Yeah, that's cool. And a Waspinator head shows up in them. Yeah, I guess in case you've forgotten who Waspinator is. (laughs) Yes, which you shouldn't. And, and we get a flashback as he nar- unreliably narrates yeah, what happened. because obviously Black Rackney is all WTF, Waspinator. Yeah, you're not supposed to be here. We left you on Earth. Funny story. Yeah, apparently, you know, so apparently he was, you know, doing fine as king of the monkey people. Uh, but then he got bored slash uh, pissed off the monkey people, <laughs> and he left them slash they kicked him out. <laughs> yes. They somehow catapulted him into space. <laughs> no, no, that's not that's not what it's supposed to be. Well, no, but oh, come on, what is it supposed to be then? Are you saying you see they him didn't... in an arc going towards the ground? They did not catapult him into space. <laughs> no, but eventually, eventually, somehow he finds his way. That's an episode I want. Just Waspinator stay out after being like kicked out. Like he sneaks aboard a a space probe or like he steals an Autobot ship after 1984. Or he steals an Insecticon <laughs> ship when they crash. Unless he Ooh, is the Insecticons. Although we know he doesn't get to Cybertron until 300 years after that. Yeah, it takes him a while. Well, well you know. he says it took forever. He yeah. had to fly <laughs> through space as a bug. But it was way worth it, because now he's a cool biker bot, and he hardly ever get hardly ever gets blown up. 
Yes. Mmm, chickpot's dig brooding. Learn a bit. <laughs> oh, it's the best. And then he's sad that Black Rackney is not going to go steady with him. <laughs> Although he still seems to hold out hope after she seems to indicate that she won't. So. Yes. Yes. I mean, he's wasp made her. Hope springs eternal. It's yeah. true. It's and true. body plots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's actually the best part that he actually comments on the fact that he doesn't get blown up as much. Yes. <laughs> I, I think I think Trust has only like lost an arm once so far. I think so. Yeah, he's doing a lot better. Yeah, I mean his drones are doing all the blowing up for him. Yeah, yeah, it's a much better situation all around for him. Anyway, this comic interlude gets interrupted by by uh, Jetstorm, <laughs> and he also. Conveniently gets a splatter of goo to the chest, and his old personality comes out, and this time he's Silverbolt. Shock of all shocks that I've been <laughs> editing out. He's so dramatic. It's Shockingly, so the total ham was the total ham all along. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, he gets all dark poison of my heart at, at her, and she says only one Transformer could say something that cheesy. With so a straight great. face. Yes. Um, and yeah, I think it, it's now that we can sort of discuss that all three Viacons turned out to be the exact opposites of their original personalities. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, In sort of. I, I would say that Silverbolt is very... He, he's he's definitely still very melodramatic. Yeah, he's... It, it's, yes. It's easier to see him as this is what Silverbolt would be if he'd been a Predacon, fully. Yeah, like a totally evil Silverbolt. Although, uh, whereas we know Silverbolt to be heterosexual, Jetstorm, uh, maybe not so much. <laughs> yeah. He's a That's little a fair camp. point. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe he's just, uh, hiding something. Maybe he's just overcompensating. I mean, how many female characters were there on the planet and he had to go after the one? Because maybe he was overcompensating for something. Maybe he's just well, robisexual. <laughs> that is also an option. This is true. Let's uh, not erase I guess, bisexuality. Uh, binary. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, but but anyway, thrust is definitely the exact opposite of uh, waspinator. Yes. <laughs> From the most comic relief to the coolest. <laughs> so I mean, cool. there's another perspective where it's like thrust is exactly who waspinator would want to be. Instead of yes. Waspinator. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Jetstorm is sort of what uh, Silverbolt could have been without, well, whatever. But Tankor is well, just... In that case, maybe, you know, weird. Megatron, I mean, presumably he knew, he knew who all these sparks were. Yeah, he So maybe he gave, put Waspinator into Thrust as sort of a reward? <laughs> maybe he, some part of him felt vaguely guilty. Well, I mean, you know, Waspinator mm -hmm. always served him loyally, except for that time he quit, which Megatron does not know about. Yeah. That's true. That is true. So maybe. Maybe there was some of that. Yeah, so, you know, a little reward for his uh, most faithful Predacon. I would have liked a little scene with that. Yeah. Yeah. But his Waspinator-ness uh, does not come up again until, I believe, the very end of the show. Oh. Oh. So, yeah, back at... Uh, uh, back at the garden, Rat Trap finally tells everybody, you know, what's going on with Black Rachnia. And, you know, they should probably go rescue her, because she's Black Rachnia, and at this point on the show, she, she's probably going to need rescuing. Yeah, that's... I, I am... That is... 
I mean, I realize that there are perfectly good reasons why they couldn't just trust her to, to take care of this and come back safely. Because, I mean, she is going up against armies of drones, but I feel kind of, you know, wish they had trusted her to do this and come back safely. Yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah. So they, uh, and Cheetor, uh, disregarding his orders, has a plan to get her. <laughs> yes. And meanwhile, somebody has hacked into the, uh, uh, meanwhile, Optimus is trying to get into the Oracle, but somebody has hacked in and changed his password. <laughs> yes. God has rejected you. Possibly problem. installed ransomware, but uh, oh, that, that is yeah. his theory later. Wait, I have to pay how much to get my future visions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first one was free. Oh, he's in a cult. What even is a Bitcoin? <laughs> oh, he didn't realize he was in a cult pyramid scheme. Poor Primus. But that that's a really <laughs> short scene. And then we cut back to, oh, one of my favorite things, Scott McNeil arguing with himself. Yes, yes. Scott McNeil Always versus fun. Scott McNeil. It's, they're fi- and they're fighting over like Popeye and Bluto. <laughs> <laughs> About his love's honor, besmirching her honor. <laughs> uh, and then some... Uh, Viacon drones bust in, and neither of them has any idea what's going on. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, Black Arachnid, she say, like, can't you control them? And they're like, uh... Wait, drones? <laughs> no. Which is interesting, because Rhinox said that he saw everything that uh, Tangor yeah, did. That that is uh. kind of weird. I mean, maybe it's because Tankor's personality was so simple that Rhinox was able to fight it. Maybe. Or the fact that Whereas maybe the... it was like most of Tankor's processing was trying to keep Rhinox down. Mm. And in the uh, process, he could Yeah, see. I could definitely. I like that theory. That that was why Tankor was so stupid. Was because he, he had to spend most of his resources trying to suppress Rhinox. Yes. That is a good headcanon. Yeah, Yay! I like that. Headcanon accepted. But I guess the comparatively less strong personalities of Silverbolt and Waspinator were not as much of a struggle. No. They're easier to manipulate. I can see that. Clearly in Waspinator's case. Yes. <laughs> and how well, is that, and Waspinator, that Waspinator wouldn't mind being thrust. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Is That's just like, sure. Okay. Waspinator is okay with that. Anyway, so the V-Cons get shot with the keys to Vector Sigma, and thus they, that neutralizes the goo, and they revert to their original selves, and so now Black Reckoning has this drone problem. But luckily, here come the Maximals, riding a giant vine like the end of Dune. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. It is. Yeah, it's like... Rat traps at the end of it. I guess he's steering it somehow as it grows. He is the Quizat Hatterack. <laughs> uh. uh, meanwhile, Night Scream's name is a killing word, and um, I'm now to Dune quotes. Uh, fear is the mind killer. <laughs> Walk without rhythm, and you won't wake the worm. Uh, oh, I just remember eyebrows and. Dean Stockwell. Oh man, those Brad Dourif eyebrows. And then Sting shows up. Yes, Yay. in uh, like underpants. Yay! Space underpants. Space. And I gotta underpants. rewatch Dune. 
Yeah. So yeah, me they, too. they're they're riding this vine. They get her to safety. Uh, the diagnostic drone has to report it to Megatron, but uh, he's got a plan because he's Megatron. Hmm. Of course he does. So the the drones shoot the vine with the with the keys. It's turning to techno matter, and Yay. so the Maximals have to race it down to the bottom before it can ta- can can contaminate the core. Yes, race sure. the core. It's a timed event. Yay! Get down there. Yeah, so Optimus figures out what's going on, and he's just tearing apart vines. Uh, we get some great Gary Chalk yelling. <laughs> yes. Plenty of that. I will not give up! And so luckily he manages to do it before it gets to the core, and so they've just got kind of a cool-looking tangle of robot vines hanging from the ceiling now. Yep. Yeah, some nice decoration. It's a nice art installation. Also, I like that aesthetic. Yes. Also, Gary Chuck's wah is adorably out of character for him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we also get a neat dolly zoom effect. Yes. Ooh. A.K.A. Yeah. that thing where they zoom in at the same time they dolly out, or zoom out at the same time they dolly in, so it's just... Like fixed face perspective, but it's going from looking like it's being shot with a really good camera to a really crappy camera, <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. You know, just Ooh. to communicate distortion and weirdness. Yes, yeah, I'm getting I will into nod. that stuff. Yay! Someone so, should. Uh, meanwhile, back at Viacon Central, the diagnostic drone convinces Megatron that he should load the key into only the tank drones in case. Uh, Jetstorm and Thrust turn on him. That's a great idea. Yeah. Tankor is quite the master manipulator, and he even <laughs> refers to Megatron and Optimus as his pawns, and he's going to make them destroy each other. Yes. Yeah. And it's all it's thanks totally to that catalyst that. program that he planted. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> 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 Which I'm not entirely sure how that... how Tankor anticipated that would help. <laughs> you know... It- Sort of well, it's it's laying plans for the next episode. Have you ever seen Gargoyles? Do you remember Xanatos and his gambit? Oh sure. This uh, is that. So what's his name? Uh, Jonathan. Frakes? Jonathan Frakes. Who takes Frakes? Who takes Frakes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tankor's as good as Xanatos at planning. That nickname isn't complimentary, is it? No. I mean, if you're an actor, it is. No, no, because no, no. he got it from being a director. Right, I'm saying if you're a, a an actor, he's directing. Yeah. It's, it's it's complimentary. Nobody wants Stanley Kubrick yelling at them 70 times in a row. Yeah. Have you seen The Shining? Jack Nicholson almost, uh... Sorry? Have you seen The Shining? The results of berating your actors well, sometimes Well, results are good, but you know, if I'm Jack Nicholson, I would rather do two takes and not have to almost beat up Stanley Kubrick because he's killing Scatman Crothers. <laughs> and that's even before you mentioned the trauma that Shelley Duvall underwent. Yeah, uh, that was that, that was, was too much. Not great. Even Stephen King, like uh, Kubrick, was calling him at like two in the morning and asking him if he believed in God. <laughs> <laughs> Considering the output of Stephen King ad- adaptations, I think that was worth it. Well, and also. Stephen King was probably on so much cocaine at the time that he was this probably up then anyway. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, All the cocaine. But anyway, that is the catalyst. Yay! 
Dun, dun, dun. We are setting things up for the big finale. Yay, and, and, oh. and we don't have to I'm looking for stop our own self imposed spoiling thingy. Yay, we could say whatever the hell that. Yes, this Yay. this was a very satisfying episode. Yes. Such a so good, good reveal such a good red herring. Yeah. Yes. I love it so much. And the whole shock wasping reveal was so good, I I when they reveal that Jetstorm is Silverbolt, it's not really a surprise. Because yeah. you figure he has to be Silverbolt. Right. I wonder, would it have been as good if they'd revealed Silverbolt first and then Waspinator? No. I don't think Probably so. Probably not. Could they have saved the Silverbolt reveal for another episode? That's possible. Maybe. Yeah, otherwise the uh, the Black Arachnia no is uh, pretty, pretty excellent. And I don't think they could have gotten that without, you know, having... Having her think that it was Silverbolt she was saving. Yeah, it's, if they'd waited to reveal Silverbolt, well, not really next episode because that's going to be busy, but next season. But no, it's better that she finds out she was wrong, and that makes her more depressed. <laughs> At this point, did they even know that they'd get another season? Well, that's yeah. a good I question. Think, actually, I think the thing was, I think it was twenty-six episodes right from the beginning. Huh. Uh okay. Because that, that had me thinking about how the fandom never had as much, and we we know why the fandom never had as much communication with the Beast Machines writers as it did with the Beast Wars writers. Yes. It's because some of the fan, some members of the fandom went a little off the rails. Uh, so a yeah, little, so yeah. And that's before that, actually, Oscar had like a website where he was taking like Q and A. Yeah, yeah, I remember that being a thing. He sort of reached out and then was like, you know what, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, fans. But yep. yeah, that's the sort this of thing that we... you can't have nice things. That's the sort of thing that we could have found out about Beast Wars because we were in such, you know, regular contact with the with the writers, but not so much with Beast Machines because fandoms be crazy. So, so yeah, crazy. a very a very satisfying episode. We get you know the the great reveals, some uh, getting Scott McNeil a little more work. Yay. Yes, yay! We're sort of seeding the so whole Optimus is a dangerous fanatic thing that's going to pay off in the next episode. Yep. Yay! Yay! Seeding the future by burying it in the past, <laughs> and uh, we get some good Rhinox fanatics. scheming. Yes, Rhinox is a magnificent bastard, and I love it. Yes. He's he's definitely back to being that that episode from season one where he was evil Rhinox. Yes, so it's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, that uh, that means there is only one. That means next episode is the season finale. So uh, lots of stuff is going to be wrapped up then, right? Hey. Uh... <laughs> Don't clear up everything. It's a season finale. Can't leave any. Well, loose yeah. things. I will tell you that. These beast shows—they know how to do season finales. <laughs> oh yeah, just look yeah. back at the previous season finales and use. The, oh wait, right. <laughs> <laughs> Think about how how tidily they've wrapped everything up. Not everybody's getting out of this one alive, uh, listeners. Oh no! Please kill Night Scream. Please kill Night Scream. <laughs> <sighs> But until then, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Uh, we are on uh, Tumblr. And uh, you can also find you can also download our show on iTunes. 
And we are hosted our RSS feed by IaconUnderground.net. Uh, IaconUnderground.net is currently running a Patreon to help pay for our uh, engineering fees and our web hosting. Uh, that is at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. And we are also on, on the Google Play podcast thing because I like the Android stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're watching a show about Androids. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, depending on how specific you want to get about the uh, definition of Android. Oh, yeah, I guess they are. So since they're techno-organic, they would be closer to Androids. Oh. Well, that'd be cyborgs. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, the point is, you know, we want to hear from you. What did you think of Beast Machines? Please don't send us any death threats. <laughs> no. Please don't. So send all those, with the exception of the death threats, into the Maxim mailbag at stasispodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, please. We haven't had any in a while. And yeah, uh, in case you haven't noticed, uh, in 13 or so epi- or 14 or so episodes, we'll be out of uh, Beast material. So what would you like us to do? Yeah, do you want us to move on to Animated? Uh, do you want us to... <laughs> To endure Energon. Uh, yeah. If you do, we will please include a return address so we can send you a box full of spiders. <laughs> or meet our Patreon stretch goal. Become yes. all the money. Yes. Yeah. At, at that point, it'll probably not be for toys for reviewing. It'll just be for liquor. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm thinking more like, uh, I don't know, black tar heroin. You can get that where I'm at. So there you go. I'll ship some up to Canada. <laughs> so until we all uh, overdose on Energon and or horse, <laughs> join us next week because it's all right. Everything will work out fine. Well, it's all right. <laughs> We're going to the end of the line. <laughs> I don't think it's all going to work out fine. No, it probably won't. It's, in fact, not all right. Even when push comes to shove. Or if you got someone to love. (laughs) How far do you pay royalties? You still got something to say. (sighs) Rob, push the button. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I've been Roy Orbison. Not a lot of Trevor Wilburys fans here. Huh? Not really. Afraid not. No. <laughs> that, are we actually going to sign out? <laughs> is that it? We should totally sign out on that. That is the best. <laughs> <laughs> burling, Random, burling, weird sign out. They played it on the last episode of Parks and Rec. Oh. Oh, I saw an episode.
Oh, it's a good, such a good show. Mm. I need yeah, to watch I more should... of it. There are many things that I should watch, and that is one of them. I'm more likely to Except go rewatch Frasier. Except I'm just going to play World of Warcraft for the next five years. 